This is the Morning Sports Desk for Wednesday, December 21st. It was a busy night in high school sports, especially uh, right here in Wadena last night, Corey. Oh, was it? Yeah, just a little bit. Uh, how so? How so? Well, uh, Wadena Deer Creek Boys Basketball hosted Purim in an 8 A matchup. And then at the Wadena Ice Arena, it was the Highway 71 Cup with the Wolverines taking on Park Rapids area. Uh, and you had one of the games. Yes, I did. I uh, had the boys' basketball game, uh, and in a, the final score I'm in front of me here ended up being uh, 72-35. Uh, Perham came out in front. Perham's at top. I believe they're ranked eighth in, in Class 2A. Yep. So they're a really good team. They're really good shooters. They move really well. They, they move the basketball. They communicate well on defense. And also they're tall. Like, Hall, Hall of Fame coach. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, recently inducted, newly inducted Hall of Famer. Yeah, so there's a there, Perm. Believe it or not, Perm's got a lot of things working for them in terms of basketball. So uh, that helps for them, and it showed last night. They're a good team, uh, and you get to see it on display. Wadena Deer Creek, I thought, had a good first half. They kept things close. The philosophy was spread it out. I think every single time the Wolverines went onto the offensive side of the floor, uh, they had everybody beyond the three-point line to try and spread out that man, that tight half-court man defense that Perm's known for. And uh, they kept it within 11 at halftime. And uh, in the second half, uh, Perm was able to kind of turn on the shots. They weren't able to make as, they weren't as strong from the field in the first half as they were in the second half. And then they made a couple adjustments on defense and the Wolverines weren't quite able to recover. They were without Peyton Church yesterday due to illness. So that was a uh, wasn't helping. That makes a difference. Yeah, it wasn't helping the Wolverines either to miss one of your starters against potentially uh, one of your toughest games of the season. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those nights. It's an early season game. Just talking with Coach Toomberg, he said, you know what, we just want to make sure we see the effort. We want to see guys trying. And and uh, thought they had a lot of that. I thought they re- played really hard. I thought they were into the game. They met the challenge as, as good as they could have uh, against a really tough uh, Perm team. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes, um, sometimes you just sometimes run up a team is the eighth ranked team in the state. There's that much. You the, put your best foot forward, and there's that much you can do. Move right, on exactly. to the next one. They they play on Thursday, so they get a chance to uh, try and get back in the win column. Then get a win to close out the year. Yeah, the calendar year. Um, uh, Wadena Deer Creek uh, hockey beat Park Rapids area last night by a score of which I don't remember. Five to two. There we go. Um, Cole Woods had a hat trick. Hattie. He went into the Knights game five points shy of 100 for his career, Mm -hmm. which, you know, we're talking rarefied air at this point. Yeah. Um, he had a, yeah, and he had a hat trick, so he's close. He's uh, (laughs) one point away. He's close. And I don't, I don't, I guess I don't know if there was an assist or anything like that in there. In the mix, but I think he's two. I think he's now two points shy of a hundred for his career, which is pretty darn awesome. Do, do you, were uh, I? I couldn't. I I didn't hear it. Were were was was anybody throwing their hats on the ice last night in Wadena? Uh, let's just go with yes. Okay. All right. Going to hats everywhere. They had to stop the game. Had yeah. to have a guy like in the NHL. They had to have people come through with like the shovels and just push them all off the yeah, ice. As a matter of fact, I, I I I probably lied to you. I don't think there were hats at all. I think there were. Uh, octopus. Oh, so it's not even like the Nashville Predators where they throw the catfish on the ice. No, no, no. They th- they throw entire cephalopods out onto the floor. Where do they even get those? Uh, the they go to the the fresh sea market. 
Oh. Maury's. Maury. Ah. <laughs> 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 everyone drives away. They, they just every, It's game night. Who's it's, running to Maury's to pick up the- Who's getting some the, calamari. The, the squid. <laughs> uh, yes. they don't, as a matter of fact, um, now when somebody gets a hat trick, they don't- It's not that they just throw the, the, you know, the eight-legged creatures out on the ice. They ink the opposing fans first. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They squeeze all the ink out of the out of the squid. Oh, really? Well, when I covered hockey up in Duluth, yep. uh, you know, I think they did something like that. Except uh, the opposing team had to then eat the squid. Oh, wow! That's yeah. Exciting. So it's a nice little wrinkle. Yeah, really thrown they in there. They prep it. They, they they come with like a chef. Yeah. Oh, uh, we got a hat trick. We're going to serve this up nice and rare for you. Enjoy. And, Enjoy the seafood. And preparing is the one assistant coach who has a plastic fork and knife. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyway, it, I guess congratulations. Congratulations. The Highway 71 <laughs> Cup is with the Wolverines. Nice win for them. And uh, they have had a pretty strong start to the year. They'll so. play again later in the season to try to. You know, hang on to it, I guess. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to talk with Coach Woods in the next couple days here for our Wolverines weekly interview. Should be fun to talk to him. Nice ab- about that uh, about that moment. For way Cole. to go! So there way you go. go, Scott. It'll be uh, be a good one. So I don't know why I said it that way. By the way, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. didn't mean it how that sounded. If that's <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of sarcasm in there, but like in a good way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right well we've had our fun do you want me to ruin it well yeah i think it's important we talk about some of the news that is like as as i you're way up on baseball news more than i am but i'm not that far behind you as far as breaking news goes mm-hmm. typically um but you even had to break it to me when i walked in the door this morning i was kind of looking forward to it and because you just knew you just there was I could see the twinkle in your eye. And um, yeah, it's it's big news. What do we got? Uh, Carlos Correa is no longer a San Francisco Giant. Technically, he never was uh, because right. they were supposed to do an introductory press conference like the big victory lap. He's going to put on the jersey and take the pictures and everybody's going to be happy in a whole week's worth of positive news cycles for the first. Uh, for the San Francisco Giants faithful until it got canceled out of the blue. And then everyone's like, well, there's an issue. Uh, There's an issue with his medicals. They're postponing it. That's all we heard. And it just led everybody to think for the worst. Like everyone's like, wouldn't it be hilarious if at the last second, like this thing fell apart and he goes back on the open market as a twins fan. I was like, that'd be hilarious, but that's not going to happen. But like, it'd be funny if it did. And then I went to bed thinking like, I was going to wake up and Carl, everything would be fine. And Correa is going to have his press conference like tomorrow. And then I wake up to see that Carlos Correa is now a New York Met. Yeah. Or at least in agreement on a deal with the Mets. And I was like, oh my goodness. Because we heard the Mets jumped into the Correa sweepstakes late. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought it was like a, 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 like a, a negotiation tactic by... The, uh, by Correa's agent, yeah. like to say like, hey, a bigger fish is coming. So like, let's finish this now before they get here. But turns out Steve Cohen, the owner of the Mets, is just going to throw all, he's going to go broke trying to win the Mets a World Series. Their pay, we're going to get to their payroll numbers in a second because I want to pull up Correa's contract here. But uh, looking at everything with Carlos Correa's deal, uh, it is a oh man. I just lost it here. Uh, it is the number a twelve-year, 
$315 million contract. The Mets payroll is at $380 million for this year alone. They're going to have a $111 million luxury tax. So in baseball, there's no salary cap, but if you spend over a certain amount of money, you have to pay extra. It's a luxury tax. It's to prevent the Yankees or the Mets from outspending everybody. But what happens when you have an owner that just doesn't care about it and you have the New York Mets? So the New York Mets are going to spend over 400, they're going to spend almost half a billion dollars on this year's team. And they're pretty loaded. is going to go play third base. Francisco Lindor is going to play shortstop. Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer going to be pitching for them. They have Pete Alonso. It's going to be a good New York Mets team. But Corey, that's not the point. The point is now, I'm back to being mad at the Minnesota Twins. I'm back to being mad at them. Do you, is there any way... What's your what's your thoughts on this? Because I just need to take a second here. Well, the, you you threw out a lot. Like let's let's. There needs to be some breakdown here. One of the important things is is you said eleven years three fifteen. Yes. Right. That compares to what was Tw- the Giants offer? Twelve years offer. 315. 12 years 315. The Giants offered him what? Thirteen for three fifty. Okay, so we're talking about. Uh, whatever these medicals were being scary enough for the Giants to probably be like, listen, Carlos, we can't we can't do these numbers. Like we can't give you thirteen for three fifty because you either didn't disclose this to us, which we like that's automatically untrustworthy for this amount of money, or you're not. We're worried that you're not going to be able to play till you're 41 years old now. So we got to rethink this. Um, it's probably important to note that the Mets guy doesn't care. Like he is willing to. Like, what if Carlos Correa is really? This is a really a problem, and he can't play this year at all, this coming season at all. But he can play the next year. The Mets owner is like, whatever. We'll just like you can be ours for the next th- twelve years. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be a worthwhile player in that twelve years at some point. That's gonna help us potentially win. So that's right. fascinating. Like it's, it's a twelve year is, contract. You're not gonna be a great player all twelve years. But if you're a good player for six, awesome. It still is uh, more money than the Twins ever offered. So when we focus on the Twins part of this, there's two ways to think about it. And I want to know what you think, because I have a gut reaction. I think you and I have different gut reactions. Sure. The two options here are the Twins never put forth a good faith effort, because even despite bad medicals, the Mets were still willing to go above and beyond what the Twins ever offered. Mm-hmm. So you... And by the way, he was with the Twins for a whole year. They know his medicals. You, right. So maybe is maybe that's a telltale sign, too. But that can go on a different tangent. You either think that the Twins did not make a good faith effort in this, or you think Carlos Correa was never going to sign. The Twins did make a good faith effort, and probably above and beyond a good faith effort, and he was never going to sign with the Twins anyway. So what do you think? Do you think the Twins shortchanged themselves or do you think Carlos Correa was never going to was never going to re-sign anyway? I think it was always going to be tough to get Carlos Correa to sign. That being so I've kind of two different paths on my own thought process. One is first of all, 
go get like when it was uh, when the news was cracking and breaking that this deal might be falling apart. If I'm Falvin Levine, this didn't happen. The deal was signed at like 3 a.m. or at least was agreed to at 3 a.m. But it's not like this this happened all day yesterday. If I'm Derek Falvey and Thad Levine, I'm calling up the poll ads. I'm saying, guys, like let's go, like let let's just throw Correa another offer and see what happens. Can you give us over three hundred million for twelve years? Is that something we can do? Because we think we can get him. This is falling through. Let's swoop in at the last second. Everybody hates us right now. Let's come through and let's make a deal, and we'll be heroes. And for what they didn't do that one. And my whole point is. Either, I don't know if it's a good faith effort. I think it's a good faith effort. I think they really did try to get Correa. But if you weren't willing to go to $300 million or beyond, then you're just not going to sign him. So it doesn't matter how good faith of an effort it was. It was probably never going to happen because you just weren't willing to match the numbers. I think Carlos. I think if the numbers are similar, I told you last week, Corey. If the Twins offered Correa three hundred mil, uh, like three hundred five million for twelve years or eleven years, that that would probably get him because state taxes in California and New York are higher on the income. So by the time taxes are all said and done, Carlos Correa is making the same amount of money. But if the Twins weren't willing to give him that extra year or to get to three hundred million, then they might as well. The why did they hinge their whole offseason on doing it? So it's either you should have offered him more money because go get him. Or if you weren't willing to do that, then what were you wasting your time on? I have two questions. Yes, I have two questions. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, no, 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 no. This is a lot. I was looking at my, just looking at my clock here. Uh, I have two questions. They're unrelated to each other. Okay. The first one is a little related to what you just said, though. Sure. Um, when we're talking about this much money, and you said if the Twins would have just upped their money amount a little bit, that might have been enough to get him because of income tax and that sort of thing. We're talking about it. You're talking about it essentially being a wash, right? Yeah. More money offered by the Giants, less than the Twins, but income. But, but the take-home pay is. But the take-home pay is going to be about the same. Does the potential to win have to is that a tiebreaker in all this that might be for the Mets because Francisco Lindor begged the Mets to go get him I believe is Francisco Lindor well, Puerto even Rican the Giants like like don't the Giants historically speaking put forth a better effort into actually winning they do a World Series than the Twins like is that not a tiebreaker in any of this it might be it might be in this situation maybe that is I but again, I think Carlos Correa wasn't lying when he said he enjoyed being in Minnesota and he liked everything here. I don't think I, I that don't was think, a play. I think those can be mutually exclusive, though. I think you can really like playing for a team and for an organization and also want to win. Fair. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's fair. I think the Twins have a chance to win in different ways, mainly just of their division. Yeah. Being weak. They're stronger teams, but they're in way tougher divisions. Yeah. And I think that would be the Twins selling point for competing is we can get into the playoffs and get into the playoffs, see what happens. Young core with Kirilov, Larnick, Lewis, all that kind of stuff. So Okay. Uh, Lindor is from Puerto Rico. So I think those guys were close. I think that's that might have intrigued Correa a lot, too. I have a second question. Get your research fingers ready so you can look this up quick. What is the Twins' estimated 2023 payroll? Am I seeing $103 million? That sounds right, yeah. And they're generally in the 150 range. 140, 150. I'm seeing 103 
0.3 repeating basically for their for their projected payroll for the upcoming season. Yeah. The New York Mets are going to pay more in luxury tax than the Twins are in payroll. But look at the value. Look at the value the Twins are getting this year. I mean, hey, at least we got Joey Gallo. I just think it's fascinating. It is. And I am once again bummed that I am not going to be able to and I'm not going to be able to like raise my boys on a sport I love and Carlos Correa who could have potentially gone down as the greatest twin I ever got to watch play. It's that was in play and it just kind of makes me sad. It's a gut punch. I think 350 million dollars. I think you say whatever. Like that's the Twins should have competed, but like that's just too tough to manage. They outbid the whole room. The Giants did. But the the 315 for 12 years, there's no way the Twins could not have gotten in that ballpark and that's what makes me upset i'm sorry i i want to be optimistic about the twins i really do i generally am it's just a gut punch Ugh. so we're gonna win twins we're gonna score you know maybe this has been the morning sports desk for wednesday december 21st with one of the best savings rates in america banking with capital one is the easiest decision in the history of decisions even easier than choosing slash to be in your band next up for lead guitar You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All because of a fancy bike? Not just bikes. We also make a rower. Have you ever tried to row? Too hard. Not with Form Assist. It actually teaches you how to row. So it doesn't matter if you're a first-time rower or a seasoned pro. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try the Peloton Row risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. So I switched to Boost Mobile and got this free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Why do you think they call it the Galaxy? Maybe because the Samsung Galaxy A23 has a huge screen, and galaxies are huge gravitationally bound systems of stars rotating around a supermassive black hole. And the phone is free? When you switch to Boost Mobile. Cool. You lost me at gravitationally bound. Switch to Boost and get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. Limited time offer while supplies last. New customers only. Excludes tax. One device offer per line. Only available on certain networks. 5G not available everywhere. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details.